Visit Arizona. Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Once you allow this kind of extreme power to take hold, you have no idea who they will come for next. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yep. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Seven minutes on a nine. Uh, on a nine. <laughs> I got the Fridays, too. I was going to say nine on seven, minutes, seven minutes after nine on a Friday. And I got I'm, I got Friday in my head so bad, I just shoved them together. Hey, T-Dub was wound up this morning. T-W was wound yeah, up was today. To go. I had to turn the hose on him once. I, I imagine. Yeah. He's got he's cool got a whole week of vacation. Yeah, he's wound. See, I'm in that state of mind all the time. I, I've, I'm just, that's where I am all the time. I always think that this is the last day that I'm going to be, you know, on the air before I go on vacation. So I've got the Fridays pretty much all the time now. Mm-hmm. It's just on right. Fridays, i got Fridays worse. i got the right. Friday thing even worse on Fridays. Friday times two. Yeah, because I just don't give. A, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> in, in a good way. No, I mean in a good way. Well, what, what, what wonder gave it away? Well, I'm just saying. I I, lo- I care about my wife. I care about the kids and cats. And we'll talk about the cats later on. You know the basic nuts and bolts of life, right? Right. right. My friends, but the rest of it, ah. Two one zero five nine fifty five fifty five. But you know what, Sean? That's the attitude to have. You're damn right. You know, it is. you get to a point in life where you've you've, you've given it you've given it all you have, right? You know, for a number of years, and you get to a point where it's like, you know, this is pretty good. I'm in a good spot. This is yeah. Th- this know? is what you're paying for. So that's all yeah. I got. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I just I don't worry about stuff anymore. I just got to keep showing up for work to pay for all these hats that I bought when I was in the hospital. I did. I bought like forty. Even when I was out of the hospital and off the morphine, I was still buying hats on Amazon. I bought some crap on Amazon when I was on the air with Trey just now for Mother's Day. Um, what? Come on. Mother's no, Day is Sunday. No, Come I was on. being funny. Eight minutes after nine oh on News Talk 550 KTSA. How do you feel about black lesbians? Let's talk about black lesbians. Holy crap. Everywhere we look, there are black lesbians. You know, I got nothing against black lesbians. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen a black lesbian in my life. I've, in, in my, I've seen them on TV. I see them on TV constantly now. Like every freaking commercial. Doesn't matter what it's advertising. Have you noticed that? It doesn't matter what you're... It could be, you know, cereal. You know, kid's cereal. There's a couple of black lesbians at the table smooching it up. I saw a real estate, uh, some company that does real estate or some damn thing. On TV the other day, a couple of black lesbians there buying a house. Black lesbian, they they pop up on the on my wife's Hallmark movies now. Black lesbians, black lesbians right now are trending. They're cool. They check off a couple of boxes, not just one. They're not just a lesbian. They're not just a black person. Wait, no, Chris, I guess it's three boxes. It's it's just not a black person. Not just a woman, not just a lesbian, but a black lesbian. 
and I'm not saying this because I hate black lesbians or I hate black people or I hate lesbians or I hate women. I know I'm a straight white male. Obviously, I'm supposed to hate all those people. I think I might have had a black lesbian hit on me once in the 80s. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, but the, the black lesbian, because companies like to put black lesbians in their commercials because if you have a couple of black lesbians in your commercial, well, you're obviously woke, right? Buy my crap, you know, buy my service. I'm, I, we're woke here. And now when Jen Psaki, uh, the, the Amber Heard of the administration finally takes off a week from today, the new press secretary is going to be a black lesbian. That's right. I didn't even say her name yet. But you know why? Who cares? Who cares what her stinking name is? Who cares what screwed up stuff she's done or attested to or claims to believe in her past, okay? They just hired Mary Poppins on crystal meth to take over the disinformation agency. We'll get around to we'll get around to te- I'll get around to telling you what her name is, okay? She's a black lesbian and she's going to be your new press secretary. Boy, how how is uh, white ass Peter Ducey? Peter Ducey is how's he going to handle that one, right? He could barely handle a white ginger. How's he going to handle a black lesbian? Well, no, actually, he ran circles around the ginger, the psycho ginger. You know, because Peter Ducey is white. Okay, is he, is he not like the whitest dude you've ever seen? Peter Ducey is white on white, man. He, he's 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 like a whiteout storm. You know, you get too close to Peter Ducey, you don't know where you're driving all of a sudden. You know what I mean? You get close to Peter Ducey, you just may crash that airplane into a mountain, okay, because you can't see. He's so stinking white. That guy's white, man. Is he not Is he not Casper the freaking ghost, that guy? They make him wear dark suits so they know where the hell he is. In D.C. in the wintertime, you know what I mean? That guy, a nice, decent D.C. snowfall. Where's Peter? I don't know. I'm snow blind. I mean, he's a white dude. I'm not saying being white's bad. Although I do believe white liberals are the most annoying and obnoxious human beings on earth. Which Peter Deucer is, Peter Deucey is obviously not. Peter Deucer, the Deucer. Or the Deucerooney, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Man. So now Peter, you know, can't you almost see them? Th- I know she was a deputy something or other. Her her name, what the hell is her name? It's French sounding. So, you know, around here, when you say something Frenchy, you got to add the whole. You ever know, have you ever heard a French person actually say that? No. But when you're an American and you do a, a French thing or say anything in French, you got to add the whole. I like some French fries. Oh. <laughs> Her name is uh, Karine Jean Pierre. Oh. She is a, how you say, uh, the lesbonic, uh, the black. Uh. <laughs> she is the lesbono, uh, 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 black, uh, You know, hey, look, I'm just playing by their game, okay? I'm just playing their cards. All right. What are you doing? Checking the box. (laughs) She is not only the lesbon. She is not only the, uh, the obal. She is also not, she is also a woman. 
défamer. Si ils ont ça, là, on perd des francs, ça, ho, ho. So you can't mess with that chick at all, man. She's also French. Uh, you know, or from Louisiana, I don't know. She eats uh, the gumbo. Ho, ho. But the point is, they you, you know they had a convert. They had a, like a. The, she's actually from. She was born in France. Oh, she's actually French. Yeah. So she's a damn foreigner. <laughs> How'd she get here? She crossed our border with France. So she's actually French. <laughs> we already got. Well, she bought. I thought maybe she was a French Canadian coming here illegally, trying to take away our way of life. Now Canadians like hey. No, she doesn't. Oh, <laughs> hey. She is the, she is the French. Oh, my God. So she's French on top. She's European. Well, they, they love Europeans inside the Beltway. They love Europeans more than Americans. So they, my point being is that they had to have some kind of, like, stinking meeting. Whoever is actually running the country. Saki's had enough. She wants to make some decent cash at MSNBC. Doing the same thing she's doing now, basically. She's tired of answering questions. She's tired of answering questions as the pesky press secretary. Who do we got? We got Ducey out there. What do we that we got the hey, boy? That guy's white. We need something. Ah, uh, yes. Do we have a black lesbian who can be the press secretary? Because then every time Peter asks a difficult question, we just say he hates black lesbians. She'll eat him like a baguette. She'll eat him like a baguette. At the Lilith Fair. Uh, do they sell the baguettes at Lilith Fair? At Meriwether in D.C.? Ho, ho. Bet she's been to one, at least one Lilith Fair at Meriwether Post Pavilion in D.C. Ah, so, so, Karine Jean Pierre. He's going to be your new press secretary. She's black lesbian. And how long is, it, how long is she going to have to actually be in the gig before she lets us know, you know? Well, Peter, as a, uh, as a, uh, African American, uh, gender queer fluid lesbian, dot, 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 dot. I, none of that bugs me. What bugs me is she's married to some CNN chick. Do you, what do you think? I won't take it back. 210-599-5555. What the hell do you think would happen, like, if Donald Trump or any Republican president had trotted out some press secretary who was married to anybody from, from Fox News? Do you think that, do you think, you know, the pukes on the left would have been silent about that? Well, see, we knew he's a racist. Look, his press secretary's married to somebody at Fox. <laughs> Man, they'd go for that. They'd impeach him for that. Or impeach whoever, whomever. So, uh, man, this will be, you know, and Peter, Peter Ducey, I know, you know, I'm, I'm so renowned and I'm so famous. I know Peter Ducey listens to this show every single day. He and I are close personal friends and have been for many years. Let me tell you, Peter, okay, here's what you do. Okay, Peter, just keep being you, man. Just keep being white ass you. Just be, cause you know what? You know what, Peter, this is going to shock you, and then I'll take a break. This may shock and surprise you. But Peter Ducey is what, in the old days, we used to call a journalist. 
So keep on being you, Peter. Don't let him scare you with the black lesbian. Don't go all woke on us. Uh huh. Two one zero five. I had to throw one more in there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Is that Chris? Who, somebody left the microwave in the station lounge with time left on the microwave oven. Like, like 38 seconds. They don't clear it out. Gosh. It's a horrible thing. I, my wife has OCD, and so I got to be careful. But I always try to make sure I clear out the time on the microwave oven because it upsets it upsets her. It brings there's a disturbance in the force if I leave a little time on the microwave. And Chris is telling me that somebody did this in the radio lounge. She's now just walked away from the from the microwave with some more time left on the microwave. So the next person has to, thirty five. So the next person has to clear it out and clean up their mess that they left behind with or the t- with the clock. Just hope when they look and look at the time that it isn't. Close to no. The next person is going to go heat up, try to heat up their lunch like a like a normal human being, a decent human being who cares about other people, and they'll wonder for a second why is my thing not cooking, and then they'll realize, oh, the person before me didn't clear out the clock in the microwave. How selfish and rude! Now I have to do it. And then they'll be like, oh, that's right, Sean Rima works here. Right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I know who it is. It wasn't me because I'm good about that. Okay, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but his initials are Sam from Jack. <laughs> big, big tall guy. You're right. Left time on the microwave there. Well done, Sam. Thanks for caring about the rest of us. Thanks for thinking of us. It, it's almost like that time some jackass went and ate a piece of chicken off the off the. Of the oh table. dear God! Are you going to bring that up again? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because he's a gale oh. tripper. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you're sitting there. You're my wife. You're calling out Sam because he left thirty seconds on the microwave, like he just committed some major crime. It happens all the time. You, however, walk through the kitchen one day and see a piece of fried chicken sitting on the table. And what do you do? You take your grubby little hands, you put it on the piece of chicken, and you take the piece of chicken off, and then you, a little, a little piece of the piece of chicken, little corner of it, and then you walk off leaving it there for someone I, else to clean up. It looked like it was barely whole. It was a big chicken booger, and it, a batter booger, and it looked like it was barely holding on there. So I'm like, well, I could just flick that off of there and take, mm-hmm. take that. Yeah. And it, is it my fault there was a little more ligament than I realized and it tr- took half the chicken piece with it? You yes. shouldn't have been touching it anyway. It's all your fault. Oh, God. A perfectly good piece of fried Sam chicken. Sam left time on the microwave oven, okay? Somebody's going to have to deal with that. Grubby little hands. See, you know. <laughs> both guilting me, man, over that years later. Someday it'll be freaking well, decades. I'll still have to hear about that crap. Well, the thing that made it like worse was it, it transcended this station and went to it went all the way down the hall and it made it on the air over there because they were upset. Right. About it. What at ESPN they were upset? Yeah, the right sports there. star, right? Well, because Rob, I remember Rob Thompson. It's <laughs> a true story. No joke. No joke, folks. No joke. Okay, when I took the piece of chicken off the piece of chicken, nate it, <laughs> walked away because <laughs> that's me. Okay, <laughs> a few minutes later. I'm this going, is how they make popcorn chicken. Oh. Well, I thought it would just come off, dude. And so I'm walking down the hallway a few minutes later, and I see Rob Thompson going, God, somebody took a bite out of the chicken. How sick. What kind of people? <laughs> so rude. 
And that was like seven or seven years ago. And I, I when I went on the Sports Star, where I think we're going to have Rudy J coming back on the show here soon. I told him, I said, you remember that day that you walked in and saw that somebody had taken a bite out of a piece of chicken? Right. Like, yeah, that was so gross. I'm like, that was me. It was me, Rob. It was me. And your grubby little hands. My grubby little hands. I put my grubby little hands all over that piece of chicken. But first I licked it. I licked it, and then I pulled a piece off to eat. <laughs> it's the Sean Show, 210-599-5585. Most people eat fried chicken and then lick their fingers. Sean I also, just licks the whole chicken. I lick the chicken, man. Why? Why Take out the middle, man, man. Why be licking right. your fingers when you could just be licking the chicken? You chicken licking good. We don't know where those fingers have been. Chicken licking good. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after eye. the... My past few months, it's been in some strange places. I have an idea, but... Uh, you don't want to know. 210 <laughs> What the hell was I going to talk about here? I don't even remember now. Just trying to get off the fact that I'm buying Mother's Day gifts on Friday. Shame on Online. I've noticed in my family when it comes to gifts, except for my wife, but like myself, my daughter, my son... We're, we never have presents on time. Like, we never, like, we just right. never have presents on time. We give a card that's, your presents are coming. You know, like all of us. Like an IOU or something. We, we're just like that. Yeah. So my wife will probably have a decent Mother's Day around Thursday or Friday. Okay? It's just how we roll. 210 <laughs> Mother's Week. I'm a horrible human being. Uh, it's Sean on News Talk, and I don't care. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Friday, it's 939. Sean, you having a good day? How's your day doing? Or how's your day going? You know what I mean. Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. You know, let's, I want to get serious here for just a moment. Uh, you know, um, uh, Sunday is Mother's Day. Right, celebrate the women who have brought us into into the world, and hopefully uh, your mom was was good to you, and you know, treated you with love. Uh, and we we celebrate our mothers. It's also Sunday, right? So what happens? A lot of people go to church, right? Some people, and this may shock you, go to church with their moms. Uh, I went to church with my mom for many, many, many years. In fact, no matter where we lived, even if we were only living, because uh, my dad, we had to move around a lot because of my dad's job. And so, you know, sometimes we'd only live in one place for a year when I was a kid. My mom always found a church, and we'd go to church together. So this Sunday, there there could possibly be, especially in the Catholic church of the churches of this country, people who are there with their mom. And you know what? Maybe this Sunday at Mass, maybe this is the last time they'll spend time together at church who knows parents get older you get older your parents get older i saw my mom uh the other day and you know she's going to be 90 years of age here in a couple of months they're not around forever so this sunday could be the last time that somebody is uh, attends church with their mom and that experience just might be screwed up because of some freaking liberal morons who are having a die-in at their church or protesting their church, screaming their stupid brains out about 
something that's not even true concerning abortion, spray painting the outside of the church, trying to disrupt the church services, you know, because all those evil Christians, and especially you Catholics, you just can't keep your hands out of our uterus. So we're going to screw up your Sunday. And holy crap, I'm so sick of it. I, I I I say this all the time, and you know what? It's it's every day I am proven right in this regard that if we in fact lose this country, if we lose it, and if you're listening to talk radio, you tend to be a lot more educated than uh, a lot of media consumers. Um, if we lose this country, and most of you know what I mean by that, okay, it'll be because of stupid people, stupid and pointlessly angry morons like the ones who are going to uh, heed the call and on Sunday go out there and try to disrupt as many church services as possible because of this Roe v. Wade opinion that was dropped uh, into the lap of Politico uh, earlier in the week. Um, because that'll work, right? That'll that'll turn the whole thing around. Man, man if, if only you could screw... If mo- only you could mess up and annoy and disturb... Enough church services on Sunday, the justices, Alito will be writing a new opinion tomorrow, or uh, on Monday morning, right? He'll be totally, that'll change his mind, right? The conservative justices, that'll totally, man, the church thing, spray paint some churches this Sunday. That'll totally freaking change their minds about abortion in America and the constitutionality of it. That'll work. Or this uh, Ruth sent us rather presumptuous title of your little organization, by the way. Uh, you know, doxing uh, the home, the, the personal residences of the conservative justices. Uh, I guess I didn't see this, but Trey was telling me that Sam Alito couldn't even leave his house yesterday because there's so many stupid scumbags, uh, you know, outside in the street. Uh, Justice uh, Coney Barrett has little kids, but that doesn't matter. She's evil, and she wants to take away a woman's right. Suddenly these screw heads are all concerned about a woman's right to anything. Before that opinion dropped, uh, you know, they did woman, what's a woman? We don't even know what a freaking woman is. Now they're all about women. The White House, when asked, Jen Psaki, when asked by Peter uh, Peter Ducey, the Deucer, uh, about this business of uh, folks being called to protest outside the personal residences of uh, Supreme Court justices, she refused to condemn that, refused to say, I don't know what the president's position on that is. We want peaceful protests wherever they are, this is essentially what she said, we want peaceful protests uh, wherever they are. Everybody's outraged over this. Blah, 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 blah. And see, that's where we are. And and and, and you, you know what's really interesting about these folks who are either uh, filling up the cul-de-sacs, the six cul-de-sacs where the, uh, where the justices live, or the ones who are going to be showing up at various Catholic churches across the country on Sunday, is none of those people have have a, a molecule, half a molecule of a clue that they're being used. 
that they are they are useful idiots and they are being used for their votes and that's as deep as it gets man you rocks you stones you less than senseless things because here's the here's the trip baby okay if if you're outside of Sam Alito's house you're not going to change anything if you're showing up uh, on to churches on on Sunday okay you you're not going to change anything about anything but i know it's probably for from your perspective it's not about that anyway right it's about the freaking instagram uh tiktok video you're going to be able to uh, put together of yourself at a die-in because conservatives want to kill people it's funny how the people that want to kill people always accuse the other people of wanting to kill people the people especially who don't want to kill people who don't want other people killing people they're the ones who always you know they're going to have a die-in who that's original where am I? Can I take? A, I'm going to take a call here. Let's go to Amy on line three. Amy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Another day in paradise. What are you thinking? Well, I think what a lot of these people fail to realize, especially the the right wing people, a lot of these churches have security details that have been trained. Um, a lot of these individuals are. Because of the past incidences of churches, right. a lot of church members are armed. That's that, and, that could be true. You're right. And this, I'm especially living here in Texas. Um, especially here to, in Texas. <laughs> yeah, rock on. Texas. You know it. Well, no, because I go to CBC. Right. And I know that they've got armed guards. Wow. Well, they ought to be so that. Well, you know. Uh, not only that, you've got people in the church that carry. Right. So, and not to mention, San Antonio, Texas is military city, USA. You think we're going to sit back and sit back like a bitch and take it? I don't think so. <laughs> I I concur. That's a that's an excellent point. I appreciate the call because uh, you you may if you want to you know dust it up there in a church in Texas, you may be getting more than you bargained for. And you know what? It sucks that that's where we are. That sucks. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Hi, Aurora Cantu here. I was a runner, a news announcer in the seventies and eighties, and I'd like to congratulate KTSA on one hundred great years. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I'm new here. Newstalk five fifty KTSA. A runner, you stepped all over her. I did. Station's been around for a hundred years, so even if you've been here like I have for eleven years, you're still considered a newbie. Do you know what I mean? I, I have full lines. There's Al. Al, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking, Al? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I, I, yeah, I was listening to. I was listening to the trader the morning, and he was saying that what are the schools that. ACLU going to force them to let a boy run on the tri- girls' track team. And I figured out a way to, to – you got to humiliate these people in order to stop them from doing what they're doing. Like when they line, when the girls line up the race and he line up with them, and when they start to fire his pistol – the girl just stand up and let him run by himself. 
That's a great idea, actually. That's a great idea. There you go, dude. (laughs) When he gets to the finish line, the crowd will take care of him. You're right. And show him how stupid he (laughs) looks. That's a great idea. You got to make these people look stupid because you can't beat them at court. Right. You're right. Well, you can't beat them at court, depending on what the sport is. You can't beat them in the sport. You're like the swimmer guy. So just let them go by themselves. You're right. Make them run by themselves. When they get in the swimming pool with them, let them make them swim by themselves. The girl just stay stay there at the starting line and let them swim by themselves. I appreciate the call, Al. I got to go, but that's so cool. That's a great idea, man. And then when he gets to the other side, let's say it's a swimming thing, all the girls when they ask him, like, why did you not participate in the in the in the race? The, the girls should just respond like, no, I'm I'm good, everything's fine. It's fine. You did you didn't race? Yeah, it's fine. Here's Charles. Charles, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, I'd like to send a shout-out to Bruce Sentas. I mean, I know that Soros is probably paying their plane tickets, and they'll show up all over the United States. I'd like to welcome them to the church service of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Not the nice one in in Helotus. I'm talking about the one on El Paso Street and Guadalupe Street on the heart of the West High. <laughs> I'd like them to bring their rhetoric, and I'd like them to stand up, I'd like them to see if they could spray-paint anything and see how it it, let's see if they make it out of the West Side. I doubt if they will, but I'd love to see that. Well, y'all take out y'all take out your own garbage on the West Side, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'd love to. I guarantee you, they'll take care, good care of them over here. Right. All right, man. I appreciate the call. That's great. I suspect that when these 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 jerks show up at various churches, Chris, don't you think they'll be at like really nice churches in nice neighborhoods? I seriously doubt anybody's going to be doing this at a church, at a Catholic church, on the west side. No. <laughs> Sorry, but you all liberal idiots who like to do, like to do this kind of street protest crap with graffiti and you know being me, you don't tend to want to do it in a place where people are going to give you a serious reaction. You don't see that very often. You know why? Because you're all wussies. You're self-important, moronic wussies. See on the west side. Uh, let's see. Here's Mark. Mark, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Very quickly. You only got about a, uh, like a minute. Yeah, I can verify what the lady was saying about security protecting churches because about seven years ago when I got my concealed uh, uh, gun training, uh, that's a point they brought up. He, he, the, one of the gentlemen that was giving the training was, in fact, hired by churches on the side as a policeman hmm. and this isn't a security person this is a regular san antonio policeman wow to help protect the churches so that's that's in, that was seven years ago man right so you know so that had, people are even uh, after some of the experiences we've had and especially with uh sutherland springs and some of the church attacks man people ain't, <laughs> you better watch where you protest man those, those folks are asking for trouble and they're going to get it yeah all right man i appreciate the call thank you thank you uh 210-599-5555 we gonna take a little breaky wakey wakey and we'll talk about some other uh, items in the news, as it were. And I'll also talk about cats. i got a cat thing I want to bring up. I'm going to talk about cats next hour in regards to, well, cats. 
and how I feel about cats and possibly the acquisition of a new cat today. Or I think a, a cat has acquired me here at the station. Get five freaking cats at home, man. And none of them like each other. And they don't like me. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The people who fight against those kinds of laws are Republicans. And yet... What do you want them to do with their kids when they have to go to work? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? I want them to answer that freaking question. Answer the question. Journalists, ask them the question. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, God. Just the sound of that chick's voice makes me want to self-abort, you know? Ooh. Ooh. I've been involved with a couple of those over the years. Ooh. Uh, news to, all right, Amber. Uh, news Talk 550. That was a live audio from the Amber Heard uh, testimony. No, I'm kidding. News Talk 550 KTSA. Chris, what the hell's who, Who's her name? What's her stupid name? That shrill chick. Who cares? She was on TV somewhere. Ranting and raving like a crazy person over this Roe v. Wade thing. Ooh, the pitch of that. A chick like that that can shriek like that when she's pissed off about something completely unreasonable. She'll ruin your life in about 19 minutes. Chick like that can ruin your stinking life in about 19 minutes. Oh, holy crap. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Speaking of a chick who can ruin your life in about 19 minutes, yes, the aforementioned Amber Heard. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm probably a bad talk show host, but I, I just, I don't care. I, I, I've just, I've checked out. I, I, I've checked out of that whole thing. I started watching her testimony yesterday. I'm, this is when she's talking about the salad days, you know. Or maybe it was a day before. I don't even know. And I just, I got so freaking bored. I just, I had, I, I don't care anymore. I just, I, I, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, Sean don't care no more. I, I just don't, I, the, the next interesting thing is going to be whatever the outcome is, you know, and I, I don't even think I care much about that. I just, I'm, I'm done, man. I saw the water bottle thing. I, I catch the big chunks in my, brain sifter right when i go through the news at night it's basically what i do is i i I prep my show at night the day before and by that time unless it's breaking news or a a story that like the uh the roe v wade thing broke pretty late in the evening but this uh the amber heard johnny depp thing by the time it's around nine o'clock at night well the big old chunks of this as far as what was interesting and what was not is considering that day's testimony whatever the hell and the the two biggest things I got is that well, she seems to be quoting different movies. Is there vodka in her water bottle? Was she doing blow on the stand there, you know? Because she did the snorted or something. I saw the video of the snort. Um, and I, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I checked out. Maybe you tell me what, if you care or you don't. 210-599-5555. I, this is why I don't care, and it, the the Depp testimony was mildly interesting, because he's a character. He really he really is an eccentric dude, you know, and he's fairly honest about his drug, and booze and substance abuse. And you know what? People who are honest about that, I like those kind of people. <laughs> 
I've always tried to be honest about that stuff myself in my own on the air. You know, like, yeah, I've had some messed up times. I've had some bad days. And I like that about the Depsters, that he just, you know, they'll, they'll let you know, yeah, I've been a drunk, I've been messed up, I've had some issues. Um, so, and, and I, you know, I, and he is an eccentric dude, and I, I've always been kind of intrigued by him. I don't like all of his movies. I haven't seen all of his movies. I know which movies he's done that I like. I still think Ed Wood is one of my favorite movies of all time, and, and really not even because of him, but because of, uh, oh, Martin Landau as as, as uh, Bella Lugosi was just brilliant. He won a freaking Oscar for that man. But Johnny, as an actor, I you know he's, I, I don't think he's that great of an actor. He's got pretty much the Hunter Thompson movie. You know he pretty much nailed Hunter Thompson as far as the cadence and all that stuff. But he's not a great actor. He he basically has one emotional expression, which you can't see me doing, which I'm doing right now behind the microphone. Where he bug, you know, he bugs out. He gets a quizzical look in his eyes, and he looks sideways. You know, you know the Johnny. That's the Johnny Depp emotive acting. You know, if you ever had an acting school, he'd teach that one look. You know, of how to look uh, mildly disturbed about something and then look away. You know, that's he's not a great actor. He's an eccentric guy, and that comes through uh, in most of his work. Now she's an actress. So, so in other words, watching Johnny be his eccentric, eccentric, weird self was was mildly interesting. He had a lot of great comebacks to some of the questions. But watching Amber Heard, she's acting, baby. She's she's just acting. She's acting. Okay, she is a professional actor. She acts, and and she she has no discernible personality. Johnny Depp's got personality up the yin yang. Okay, Amber Heard has no freaking personality that I can tell. And so her testimony must all be an act, in my opinion. So I, I'm not, it's not interesting, right? For me, watching Amber Heard is like watching a Hallmark movie backwards. It's that freaking boring, okay? I just, I'm done. I don't care. I just, I don't, I don't care. I'm not interested. You know, I've just I, I've checked out of that story, and it's still a huge story, and I know why it's a huge story. It is a TV show. It, in and of itself, is a kind of profane Hallmark movie. Yeah? Well, no, a Hallmark movie backwards, where everybody breaks up at the end, you know? If you run a Hallmark movie backwards, by the end of it, you know, the big evil corporation has bought the cookie shop. And the two people who were supposed to fall in love hate each other's stinking guts. You know, that's what the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. It's a Hallmark movie shown backwards. And I don't care. I don't care. And one of the reasons I don't care is that they are, you know, I don't have anything against people who live at that level of celebrity. God bless you on your accomplishments. We're all fame hogs of one kind or another. Uh, but you know, these are people who have ridiculous amounts of money and, and, and adulation and they, they become very childlike after a while because you can, when you, when you live at that vibration, baby, with that much, that many resources, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want to do any given day of the week. You know, it's, it's, and they just become ridiculous people. You know what I mean? I became a ridiculous person the longer I stayed home and just didn't do anything. You know what I mean? You, you. That's their lives, okay? Their lives are, what shall I do today, Coke or wine? What's it going to be? You know? They're haggling over $55 million. 
All right? This isn't a $50 scratch-off that's in dispute as to who bought it. Uh, so I just, I, I don't, I checked out on it. I know it kind of seems like I'm still interested by going off at length about it, about how much I don't care, but I really don't care. It's it's not interesting. But my point being is that I, I, I understand why it is interesting to people right now. It's the same reason I will go home and watch nine hours of Guy Fieri on the Friday diners, dives, and drive-ins binge, you know, because it's it takes you out of yourself. It takes you out of your trouble and pain. Life is still kind of sucky in America right now. We're all dealing with the higher price of everything, right? Some people might have still be dealing with COVID stuff. There's a lot of unhappiness in the country right now, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. And you can glom on to the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp story and, and like, a, like a movie that we used to call the movie of the week. They don't have that anymore, but it used to be called the movie of the week where you can just kind of kick back and watch other people's problems for a while or the soap opera aspect. You know, that's what it is. Look, it's the same reason... And you're going to, some of you may hate my stinking guts for this, but I don't care. It's the same reason why people will glom on to a story involving, uh, a missing pretty young blonde chick, you know, uh, or pretty, pretty young woman, you know, which is actually kind of a dark thing, you know, when you're talking about a missing person, usually ends up being murder. You know, I got to take a break, but it, you know, it, it's the same thing. It's, it's a freaking TV show and I get it. Two one zero five. But as far as the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, you still care. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware celebrating one hundred years of service on Newstalk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, man. Twenty minutes after ten on Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. It's Friday. I'll be in for Trey uh, through most of the next week, so I'll be on the 550 KTSA Morning News at 5 a.m. All the way up through my gig. Um, well, I, oh, uh, Chris, do you want an energy drink? I, I accidentally got an energy drink. out of it. See, I haven't been here. In a, this is the first week back in, in many months. And when I left the the uh, beverage machine, the beverage machine there in the in the kitchen... Had these funky teas on top, and I've been drinking. I, I'm addicted to sweet tea, which is better than being addicted to vodka. I just want you to understand. Uh, and I drink sweet tea all freaking day, okay. And so when I, I I ran out during the news break there to get me a freaking tea, and somebody swapped, and they used to have these cool teas, and somebody swapped out all the teas with monster stuff or you know energy drink stuff, which I can't drink. If I have an energy, if I if I had like a freaking Red Bull. My heart would just shoot out of my chest. Boom, 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 boom. Just lying there on the floor. Boom, boom. Can't do the energy drinks. I kind of want to see that, though. It would be fascinating. Maybe good for ratings, too. Put it on TikTok. Yeah. It would be awesome. Might get some attention. Sean's heart, you know, shoots out of his chest. So seriously, man, if you want want that energy, (laughs) that monster there, you can have it. Because you're bouncing around on the floor like a fish out of water. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> it's a fascinating experience when you have several doctors standing over you, and you're on the front on the ground going, "In my head." Hmm. Maybe we should take him to intensive care. What do you think, Charlie? <laughs> hey, let me say something. I, you know, just because we stumbled on that experience, okay? Just very quickly. And then we'll talk about cats, okay? 
uh, nurses, you are badasses. All you nurses out there, your wife, nurses are badasses. Nurses, what are they called? Uh, the because usually when you're in a room, you got a nurse, a lead nurse, and then you got an assistant who does the vitals and stuff. Is that the per- personal health care? Or I'm I'm trying to think, uh, assistant health for uh, something. Right. There's they they work in tandem for the most part. Sure, you people are badasses. You know, in this experience, I really did, and I'm not dissing doctors in any way, shape, or form. You know, we need doctors, and I, I most of the doctors that I inter- interacted with were brilliant. Okay, my 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 surgeon, uh, Doctor Sima Isfar, br- brilliant. You know, but it really is true that the nurses take care of everything. The nurses do everything, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then the doctor sweeps in. Hey, how are we feeling today? Yeah, I looked over your chart. Hey, I'll see you later. Bye. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Any questions? Any questions for me? I need some more pain meds. Okay. Hey, we'll see in a little bit. I'm the I'm the guy. I'm the doctor on call. Yeah, I'll be with you till Monday morning. Okay. You good? You good? Look over your file. Okay. We'll see you later. Let me pencil whip that (laughs) morphine drip right through here. (laughs) Take off. Nurses are there, you know, once an hour, you know, 12 hours in a row. They're working 12-hour shifts Mm -hmm. from 7 to 7, man. Right, they do. They work their asses off, and they do everything, and they do the nasty stuff. They got whatever you need. They take care of the nasty, the stuff, the gross stuff, procedures, IV drips, you know, all that stuff. Then the, uh, the, they got the assistant there that does the vitals and and takes Mm -hmm. care of the the other things that you need. Doctors roll in, 30 seconds, they're out the door, man. <laughs> I used to think they were just making it up on House MD. You know, I was like, no, wow. Well, that's how it is. Hello, sick person. So, we took out some of your intestine, huh? Okay. Got the IV drip going? Okay. I'm Dr. House. Uh, don't call me, I'll call you. Bye. <laughs> I'm Dr. House. It's not lupus. It's not lupus. Foreman's an idiot. Years ago when my dad, my father was in the ICU, mm-hmm. and they had all these different devices hooked up to him that right. were helping keeping him alive. And I remember standing there, and this nurse, uh, God love her, her name was Holly. I'll never forget her for the rest of my life. She comes in, and she's probably 5'2 on a good day. Right. Um, but, you know, pack the punch of a seven-footer. You right. Know? She right. comes in, and she's rearranging all this stuff that was hooked up to my father. And I'm thinking, you know, you need a minor engineering degree. <laughs> You, you do, know, though. I, yeah. All these I tubes totally and that. wires yeah. and feeding it through here. And, make, you know, you've got uh, different hoses coming from different IV bags. It was just ridiculous. And I'm like, man, I don't know how you keep track of all of this. Right. You couldn't do it. I couldn't. They're amazing so, people. It's, well, and, it and, really is an well, amazing career. It is. And it, the one thing I noticed, there's two things since we're talking about this, and it's kind of interesting now because I'm starting, starting to remember. A lot of it went away in the first few weeks when I was back, and now I'm starting to remember a lot of experiences, is that you, different from a doctor who you have on-call doctors on the weekend, right. uh, you 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 have like various doctors for various things, right? You had a renal doctor, I had a renal doctor, I had a, right. a, a obviously a surgeon, I had the general practitioner who was there on call at, the, at on that floor, what have you. And you're not, you don't spend enough time, honestly. And it's not, again, I'm not being critical of doctors. We, they, doc, the doctors were all great that I had. But you don't spend as much physical time with them. You just don't. No, not really. But the, the nurses, 
you really do develop a connection with the nurse, especially if you have a nurse over several days. And and it, usually it's only a few days. You know, most you know, even if you're in there for a long time, they rotate, work a couple of days. You got two other people that are that come in and they're working. But I did notice that, especially when you're in sort of a precarious situation where you have a lot going on, I did. I do. I got very very close to some of the nurses, just as you know, in a friend friendship kind of you just you get very close you depend on them mm-hmm. you have conversations about your life you know and and you know it's weird and and i don't say this to be mean but it, it's true i couldn't tell you a single one of their names i've lost all the names right i don't remember anybody's name mm-hmm. i can see their faces in my mind mm-hmm. uh even if they were masked you know, i could see the top of their face i could i remember every single nurse that i interacted with just not their names. All the names went away. Sure, and I don't know if that's because of the meds or what have you. And and again, some of them I felt like I got really, really close to very, very quickly because I was in a really precarious situation at different times. Right. You and I talked about that. Yeah. When you, first, you first went in, um, I think it was December, we had a conversation about the situation you found yourself in and how these how these women were coming in to, you know, to help you just to get through, uh, you know, Daily routines, yeah, yeah, exactly, and how how you couldn't imagine trying to get through that without them, right? And you know, no matter what the situation is, they're unflappable. They are you know, in the face of all of that. You know, they their demeanor really doesn't change. It's it doesn't. It's they, even keel. They give it a job to do, and it's extreme focus. Right, you know, it's extreme focus. It's like my, you know, my wife will often tell me. My wife has been a an ER nurse, she's a nurse practitioner, she's, you know, different facets of nursing, and she always says, it's something you're called to do. Right. You know, you yeah, just absolutely. You know, you, you just kind of, you know, think about it, and, and you realize, well, this is something I could do to make a difference. Yeah. Um, and, and really, that's what it is, because it's not going to be a career for 99% of no. the population. <laughs> You've got to be special. It's not going to happen. You've got to be real you special know? to take yeah. that on and to be good at it right. and, and to, to answer that calling. I, I I absolutely agree with you. It's a calling. And one of right. my best friend is a is a nurse. And uh, uh, and I asked him, because the training is don't get emotionally attached to your patients mm-hmm. because, first off, they go away, they just rotate out, or mm-hmm. something bad might happen to them. So professionally, right. they're trained Mm-hmm. to to not form that emotional connection and i asked him i said does that does that actually happen he's like no we remember certain people oh definitely and and yeah. we get close to people too definitely. we yeah. just don't show it right as much because we yeah. can't and maintain you know i mean you're seeing them doing some horrible stuff mm-hmm. heartbreaking right. things you know it's the same for them you you cross paths with somebody and they remind you of someone close to you right you know and it's the same situation you could remind them of a brother or an uncle or their dad or right. what have you you know you just you just never really know god i just i think back and i wish i'd written down their names yeah i just wish i'd made a note of their names because well, you know, it's all gone just know that they remember you yeah, yeah that's all that i i do so. carry that thought with me for you know because I, I was a nice patient. They used to tell me that I was the nicest patient on the floor. I was always the nice one. They said, you're so nice. Hey, Why you, were you on the floor? Yeah, what were you doing there? Well, no, you know, yeah, morphine. You know, I'm going yeah. to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, two, oh, five. that was you hitting the floor. <laughs> well, you know, sure, here, I can walk. I don't give a damn about the orange socks. <laughs> or green socks. I thought they were supposed to be skid-proof. So I'm supposed to be skid-proof. I'm lying on my ass. Look at the pretty colors. 
It's okay. Leave me here. I'm seeing trails. Why is the sky green? That's the floor <laughs> tile, Mr. Rima. No, it's morphine. So from my perspective, it's the floor tile, Mr. Rima. The sky tastes like fabuloso. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That's so funny. I got to tell you, Ray, it's Sean on who's talk 550 KTSA. Who's talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Burp. It's uh, 1039. uh, Weekend's almost here. Uh, uh, So, if you want to call up and say hi, call up and say hi. Here's Sam. I, I, I want to talk about Kamala Harris here coming up in a few minutes. but Sam, how you doing? Hey, great, great, great. Uh, it's a registered nurse, nurse, uh, LVN, and then the CNA. CNA, CNA, that's what I was talking about, right. Certified nursing assistant. Yes. And, yes, they're the bomb. Uh, I worked near NATO ICU when I was in, in the Air Force, and I tell you what, it is impossible not to grow a bond with patients. Yeah. Wow. But, hey. I agreed earlier with that gentleman about the, the girls not even competing. They just stand there, you know, on your market set, and then just stay there. This is a, when when transgender dudes want to compete against women, as women, right? Get rid of the, the bathroom issue. Just let them all everywhere. All men go, boys, girls, whatever. Go to the restroom in the ladies' room, and when those girls have to sit on the wet. Oh, that'll end that real quick, won't it, Mister Man? I tell you what, yeah. Chick's got to sit on a wet seat. She, they're gonna they're gonna start changing that that uh, policy real quick. Oh yeah, Nancy Pelosi would be the first one. Hey, I'm the only one that can pee vodka on this. And oh my god, vodka. Is, is vodka in? in that Did you energy? say pee vodka? Did you say she is pees vodka? vodka? You did, didn't you? <laughs> Her and Amber get together for shots. All right, I got to run, Sam. Thanks for the call. I did, I do, and I, I, again, I'm not, you know, the fact that I can't remember any of the, the nurses' names, I, I really think it's because of the medication I was on, and I was, you know, cause I, it's, it's all of them. I don't remember a single name. I remember them. I don't, and I remember our conversations. I don't remember a name. Except for two nurses, I remember. It was a nurse and a, uh, what do you say, a CMA or a C, C, uh, yeah, the assistant. I say CYA. CNA. CNA. The CNA. I remember, a nurse and a CNA because they had this, they were young and they both had the same first name. Their first names were Morgan. Oddly, I'm t- talking to you about this. Right. And you could tell that they made a joke out of it. Like, could you check his IV line, Morgan? Yes, Morgan. Should I take his BP as well, Morgan? Yes, Morgan. Like they ended each sentence with Morgan. Right. The two Morgans. And I thought that was funny. I thought that was so close. Like I'm going, eh, 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 eh. this is very early on. And, uh, you know, how, how, how's his, uh, you know, how are his leg stretchers, Morgan? Let me check, Morgan. They just made it a big, you know, leg stretchers. I had, I had things that, that move my legs for me because I sat in bed so long. I call them leg stretchers. I don't know how they actually were called. It just keeps the circulation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They squeeze your legs constantly. It was actually quite enjoyable. Almost, dare I say, sensual. But the Morgans, I remember the two Morgans. They were great. I've got some bad news for you. What? That was just me. You were hallucinating the whole thing. You weren't playing with my legs? Yeah. He was talking to himself. Talking to oh. himself. I do that all You're, the time. All the Morgans. That was just you in my room. That was, you were hallucinating. Hey, Sean. It's Don. Don Morgan. Wake the hell up. And I thought it was two pretty nurses named Morgan. 
I should say pretty. Uh, two, uh, two one zero five nine nine. Well, what the hell? I might as well be honest. Saying, I had lots of pretty nurses. If okay. Your, if I were your nurse, I would have just stood there and hollered at you, told you to get back up, stop being a wimp. I had one nurse like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like. Yeah, I had one near the end there because I had a wound vac, all right? Wow. I know we're going off at length about my hospital stay, but what the hell is right? I had a wound vac, which is a heavy damn thing, mm-hmm. connected right to your, well, wound, you know? And they wanted me to get up and walk myself to the bathroom near the end there. Yeah. Because I would, you know, I'd do, other, do it another way. And I had this young nurse, and she was real, real sassy. And she was a real sassy chick. Mm-hmm. And she would say stuff like that. Now, because I'd, I'd hit the, can you help me get to the bathroom? You know, I'd do that. I'd hit the little button. Hey, go to the bathroom. And she'd show up, and she'd stand there with her arms crossed. I'm like, what? Get your ass out of that bed and walk on <laughs> hell over to the bathroom. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for, yeah. for you to get up and walk to the bathroom. Right. You know, and it was just funny. That's what they do. They save the drill sergeant for your last couple of days. I, I, because, I Apparently. There, there is a, getting you up and around is extremely important. Yeah, because most, most of that time I was gone, I was laying, I was laying in a bed. I didn't yeah. do a lot of walking. Get the hell. I'm waiting for you to get that. I think it was I'm waiting for you to get the hell up and go to the bathroom by yourself is what she said. Right. And it was the coolest thing. I, I laughed my ass off. Like, I can't go home. So you get up and <laughs> right. go in there yourself. Oh, here's Gennaro. Gennaro, how you doing? Uncle Sean, hey. how are you, brother? Another day in paradise, man. Oh, man, my brother. I am so glad you're back on the radio, man. I miss you. Thank you, brother. I miss you, dude. Face, puke, face puke doesn't do you justice, brother. <laughs> it doesn't do any of us justice. <laughs> hey, so did you have a nurse ratchet? <laughs> no. I no, didn't. No, I, no. I cannot. I cannot think of one nurse that I had, and I had many, who was unpleasant or weird. Or I, there was not one nurse I had that I did not like. In fact, I'll be even more honest. I had a couple of nurses that, when they, especially some of the night nurses, when they first came on, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh God, this is gonna suck." And and by the no, I'm, I'm being serious because you have sometimes you have a different nurse every night. And, yeah. and, and a couple of times I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really going to hate this person. And it was the exact opposite. They turned out to be the best person in the world. So I didn't have Man. one bad nurse or, or, uh, uh, CNA in that entire time. Not one. Man, I would, man, I wish I had a different nurse every night, but you know, oh, <laughs> anyway, great. hey, man, uh, I'm in the flower business. So we're rocking and rolling and I'm listening to you at work, man. And eh, it, it's great. But, uh, there's only one thing. You know, uh, I can't do my after-hour thing at work, you know, uh, i.e. the bong sound effects, if you will. Oh, God. Oh, because I'm in the morning. Gennaro used to call when I was doing the old night show. That was beer That was beer 30. He can't and- smoke pot at the flower shop. And so, you know, we'd play the bong noise at night, but now he's working the day, and I'm working the, where I'm working the day. But you know, Gennaro, you know. I love you, brother. I love you, too, I man. Hey, hey! Did you ever pick up the the, the DVD? I, I got to track it down. I got it here at the station somewhere, so I'll oh, track it down. They're right back yeah, I, there. Oh, oh! Don Morgan's got them. Oh, great! I'll get them today. I, I also threw in a super tramp, even Excellent. in the quietest moments. CDs, brother. That's I want great. You to enjoy that. Oh, Thank see, you. Here's Gennaro. You said super tramp, and his eyes lit up. He didn't realize you were talking about the band. <laughs> see how you are. It's like, damn, Gennaro. Yeah, all right, Gennaro. You really do must like me yeah. if you send me a tramp. Anyway. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you, too, man. You t- Happy Mother's Day weekend, bro. Happy Mother's Day weekend. In fact, we'll talk about that when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's Friday, so we're just kind of freewheeling it. <laughs> the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Hang on, Mark. It is Mother's Day weekend, and uh, Sunday is Mother's Day. And first off, I want to say I love you to the best mom I've ever known and the the best person I've ever known. That's my wife, Syria. You are a phenomenal mom, just a, a phenomenal. And uh, I am very proud, quite proud, more than I tell you, that you are my wife. Uh, so happy Mother's Day coming up on uh, on Sunday for you. My wife's actually not feeling well today. She's got some kind of sinus dam infection or something, so she's she's lying in bed surrounded by balled-up Kleenexes. <laughs> and not, you know, the fun kind. And, um, sorry. So happy Mother's Day. And I, I saw my mom. My mom's, uh, this weekend, my mom, uh, who is 89 uh, years of age, in November she'll be uh, at 90. She's been here in Texas for three years now. Uh, and I, she lives, uh, just about five minutes away from where I do. In fact, while I was in the hospital, uh, my wife and kids were able to, uh, move her. She was living, uh, she was in assisted living and they moved her to a, uh, a very cool situation where she basically lives in someone's house. Uh, my buddy, uh, Jose and his wife, uh, take good care of her and they've got like three or four residents there. And so she has 24 hour care, got a really cool room. Uh, and, uh, uh, so, you know, that, that all took, they, they did all that while I was in the hospital. I, you know, and it was a lot of moving pieces and a lot of work there. So I saw my mom the other day and it, and she, you know, she's going to be 90. So she, you know, she's, uh, she's at where a, the majority of 90 year old folks are, you know, she's, she's having some memory issues and stuff. And uh, I went to see her a uh, day before yesterday. And you know what? Your mom never stops being your mom. No matter how old you are or how old they are, if you're lucky and you have a good person as a mother, you, they never stop being your mom. I'm just sitting there next to her. She doesn't say much these days. Uh, and I'm like, Mom, how you doing? And you know what she did? She's, she's sitting there next to me. She reached over and she straightened out my shirt. She's like straightening out my shirt and and my collar, just like she did when I was a ten year old kid, you know. And then she takes my hand in hers and she's kind of running her fingers over the, over the tattoos there. And I know the na- the fingernails mystify her, but you know, they do most people. And and but she saw the rings. I got rings on, and she's looking at my my. I got my wedding ring, and I got a another. I got another ring. It's a AA ring, basically. And, I, and she's looking at my rings, going. Mm, nice rings, you know. But when she started straightening out my shirt, it really kind of got me. You know what I mean? It really got me because, uh, you know, she, again, is a, in a, at a chapter in her life where she doesn't say a whole lot, doesn't remember a whole lot, but she knew to straighten out my shirt, you know. Well, it's been an ongoing process for her for the last 54 years. So. I guess so. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. It's a habit at this point. <laughs> you know, it was right. But it was just, you know, but it was just kind of a sweet little moment, you know, with my mom where she just be, became my, my mom again. I mean, she is my mom, but you know what I mean? You know, she just right. was doing the, something the, she's always done. The fact that you're a grown man, you know, escaped her for a moment. Yes. You know, and that's, that's wonderful. I was just a little kid that needed his shirt straightened. Yeah. 
So anyway, so be good to your mom if your mom's still in your world. Uh, you know, uh, for unfortunately for those of us at our stage of life, some of us don't have our moms with us. And if that's you, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. And, uh, you know, just, uh, remember the things that you remember that are good memories that fill your heart with love and joy and thankfulness for the mother you did have and the mother you will see again, because I believe we see all of our loved ones again at some point. But if your mom is, uh, is with you. Uh, or is, you know, still on planet Earth. Uh, do something really nice for her. Tell her you love her. Actually, that's the, mo- the main thing. <laughs> you realize, you know, that presents and stuff are great, and I, I'm not a big present guy. I'm just not, you know. But just, just looking someone in the eye and saying, I love you, and thank you for everything you've done for me, uh, are some of the most amazing words that humans share with each other, and we don't do it nearly enough. Because sometimes telling somebody that you love them and thanking them for everything you, you do for them or just being in your life is, is the one thing they need to hear that day more than anything else. So be good to your mom uh, on, on Sunday, if, if again, if she's still with us. Uh, where are we? Very quickly, here's Mark. Mark, how you doing? Hey, Sean, love the show, and you're you're 100% right. I want everybody to remember if anybody acts up this Sunday in church, forgiveness and love, because here's the deal. They're hurting, and they need love and forgiveness. And we need to, you know, love and forgiveness is the thing that's being missed in this world the most. I I agree. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, so if, if there is an incident, you know, just love them. Love. Well, that's what Jesus said. That's what we're supposed to do. Yep. Love and forgive and have mercy in our hearts. Yes, not sir. not an easy thing to do for us humans no, uh, on occasion. Yeah. But we need to try. I try concur. I agree. Hey, buddy, you have a great weekend, man. Thank you, brother. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. And that's going to wrap it up for us. I'm going to roll on out of here. I'm going to go home and start watching my buddy Gennaro's DVDs he left for me. Gennaro, you rock, man. That's like a big old box of DVDs. And uh, we will be back on the 550 KTSA Morning News on Monday. Trey's off this week. Oh, he'll be back on Friday. So you'll have my dumb ass at 5 a.m. on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.